0: Welcome to the Burgundy Blues Podcast, a show dedicated to our fantasy football league as we continue our journey this year to obtain the coveted Burgundy jacket. We are back. My name is McKenzie, joined by Colton Austin and Jay Bell. Week seven's done, it's out of the way. We are continuing Jay Bell Watch at 0 and 7. What do, you, what do you have to say, my friend?
1: Um. I don't
2: know mm. no, God, no God, please,
1: no, no, <laughs> no,, No! that's pretty much it, yeah, I mean,
0: that's just gonna be the just the opening segment of j bell watch from oh, now yeah. on. every Thursday
1: <laughs> night, every Sunday morning, no, <laughs> but you know, like, I thought this week was a little bit different because, um, we had some really good news. That Melvin Gordon wasn't playing, or so we thought, or so we thought, you know. But no, it actually came to fruition, and I was like, you know, if there's a week these clowns could do it,
0: it's week seven. Very. That probably got some people. I mean, if you weren't paying attention. Oh yeah, that that early game. I mean, um, yeah,
1: and it came out of nowhere, straight up left field.
0: Yeah, if you don't have, if you're not reading stuff or have any kind of alert, then well, I got screwed over on that one.
1: Oh yeah. But no, I, I felt good coming this week. I uh, had some decent matchups, especially with Andy and Tyler Boyd. And then, uh, you know, he swapped. Decent matchups. Quotes. <laughs> two. Two good matchups. I'll take them at this point. Okay. I will take them. And what did they do? Absolutely nothing. Nine points combined. They threw every ball to A.J. Green on Jordan's team. So, I mean, um, so yeah, it's just it's just another week over here.
0: Andy Dalton did have one touchdown, 15 for 29. Dude,
1: he looked like raggedy Andy out there. He looked like <laughs> just this inflatable dude just throwing footballs, to A.J. Green, not doing much else. Um, it, it, was, it was hard to watch. I don't even think we finished it. I don't, did, I don't we? think
3: we finished it. We ended up skipping the blitz. Yeah, and then that was another story.
1: Um, now the Chiefs were fun to watch, though. They're always fun to watch every week. That was the only highlight of it, just watching them completely butcher, ravage. The
0: so, at what point do you swallow your pride and start Mitchell Trubisky? This week. <laughs> like, right now. <laughs> like, this very second, if I could. Right now. No, like... Is Mitchell, is Mitchell Trubisky a good quarterback? Uh,
1: no. But does he put up fantasy points? Yes.
0: What is happening with the Bears?
1: I don't know. You know, um, my thing is, like, you can't watch the games because it's so hard to watch him, some of the throws he makes, and they're so inaccurate. But the way he does it, you know, he'll connect on something, he'll run. I mean, he he gets it done, I'll give him that. And then at the end of the day, you look at your fantasy line, you're like, wow, he's got 30 points. Where did that come from? Um. <laughs> And if he can get 30 points in the game, it's kind of, eh, I'll take that over Andy Dalton's seven any day of the week. <clears throat> so um, Yeah. So, yeah, he, he's, he's getting thrown out there, and then Andy Dalton will probably get 400 points this week, so that's just <laughs> – that's probably how it works.
0: That's a Blake Bortles situation. He's going to do horrible when he's on your team and Pretty amazing much. when he's on your bench.
1: <laughs> it's just like
0: everybody else I have.
1: You know, Kenyon Drake is now a superstar on Logan's team. That's
0: cool. Uh, LaShawn McCoy <laughs> – That was a trade earlier in the year.
1: Um, I Actually, I drafted Marlon Mack this year, and then he just never did anything or never got healthy. So I was like, you know, see you later. And now he's been up like 29-point games. And so I'm somewhere – I don't remember getting snake bit, but I'm pretty sure a snake bit me. (laughs) At some point in
4: time, a snake has bit you.
1: Yes. And so that's pretty much it. The dumpster fire burns.
0: Continues to burn bright. My Do you team. still have Doug Martin on your team?
1: Uh, I picked him up like four days ago, yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Didn't realize that.
4: Yeah, yeah he, he he started out with Doug early on, and then he dropped him whenever Marshawn really took over, and they kind of pushed Doug out. And then now that Marshawn's on our, I saw Jordan snatched him back up.
1: Yeah, like, you know, when you're in a shape I am, you either can just let it coast and just die, or you <laughs> watch, like, the news like a hawk. Like, anybody – if anybody farts in the NFL, I know about it. <laughs> if, if somebody's name gets mentioned yeah. on a Sunday, by God, we're drafting like, them come,
4: come if Wednesday Doug, next week. If
0: Doug Martin farts in a quiet room, J-Bell knows about it. <laughs> I'll know about it.
1: If it's a healthy fart, that's fine. Throw them out there. I'm with if, you, if Doug. If it's a little... Mm, yeah. Sorry, Doug, fresh. <laughs> Sit on the bench, my boy. Okay. Now, uh, yeah, I picked up Doug Martin and... I picked up Chris Thompson. Yeah, yeah, one thing that was awful this week. So, um, you know, I, I got hit with some buys this past week. I think I had four people on buy, and um, so I kind of had to switch some stuff around. And I had Chris Thompson in there, and he was questionable all week long. And I don't know if I just got so used to seeing people at questionable, and then they play, or if I got used to, like, seeing, like, Matt Breida being so banged up, and then he still goes out there. But you know I, he doesn't
0: have any working limbs, and is still playing he's football. Like, oh, I'm good, boss. <laughs> Throw me
1: out there. But no, I, I kept Chris Thompson in my lineup, and then like eight o'clock that morning, they're like, "Yeah, he's not going to play. He's doubtful to play." And I was like, "Okay." And so I was like, "You know what? I'm just going to wait, and if the day goes good, I'm going to keep him, and if not, I'll try to pick up somebody." And so a latch ditch effort, I picked up Alfred Morris. He uh he did what Alfred Morris does. and gives you about two points. So
0: burning that spot up on your on your roster yeah. there. Oh yeah. Right?
4: yeah. He if there's one thing to say about Alfred Morris, he scored two more points this week than what he did last week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're not wrong. I
4: mean, but um, you know,
1: it, it's a wasteland is, out there, man. I mean, there's like nobody really. I mean, because like we're thinking about like, and I actually took some Austin's awesome advice. You know, we're looking. I was like, who is out there there is worth starting? And it was between like Capri Bibbs. Or Alfred Morris, and I was like, I don't even know if Capri Bibbs has even done anything this year. I took Alfred Morris twenty seconds in the game. Capri uh, Capri Bibbs gets like a twenty-yard
0: touchdown. <laughs> and I was, and that's uh, and yeah, that's rough.
1: That's just that's just week seven, man. That's just another week over here. The dumpster fire burns. <laughs> Moving on to week eight. The it, on. adding some fuel. Yeah, enough about this dumpster fire. Let's let's, let's talk about something else.
0: <laughs> so let's talk about Jordan's team. Um Jordan had a um Jordan has a monster team and he kinda had an off week. I mean he was out with Nolan Gordon and Cooper Cup. Um both not playing. I don't know why he won't play John Brown.
1: Dude, that that was scary. I was looking down at him, getting all that points, and it's like thank God he's not on there.
0: I don't know why he's not in there. Especially with Cooper Cup out. I mean, that's like the perfect situation to throw him in.
4: I I don't know my my thing that I just I could not get over on Sunday watching all this stuff take place, the amazement of my eyes was why in the world he chose Alex Collins over James Watt.
3: Yeah, I was a little surprised by that as well. I
4: I understand that Sonny Michelle was like the new go to ground guy for the Patriots, but James Watt is always gonna dominate receiving downs. Especially now and Whenever Sonny Michelle went out, James White went in, and he freaking did work.
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm sure, he had. Some I'm I'm sure there, there was
4: reasoning behind it, but if, if you're if you're already down, Melvin Gordon, which one do you think is going to be a more sure start, Alex Collins or James
0: White? <laughs> I mean, going into the game, going into the game, it's it's Sony Michelle all the way. Oh well, yeah, I so understand I can see how you would think. Oh well, I'm going to go with Alex Collins, who is basically just going to be Alex Collins, or Sony Michelle, the Sony Michelle James White combo. Right. Um, leaning more to- towards Sony Michelle, and you know we had the terrible pretzel injury happen, and uh, it became James White.
1: I mean, I kind of see it because you know Chicago has been a stout defense. I. You know, I'd stray away from them if I could, especially if you have like a change of pace back. Yeah, versus yeah. a full time. And in New Orleans, has, their defense hasn't been great until now. They're actually pretty good, especially since I think they just made a trade. It's a little.
0: We- I mean, they're all, They've always been known for scoring the most points and having the most points scored on them. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's. I know that that's burned into my mind is like, oh well, playing against New Orleans, like that's going to be one of the highest scoring games of the week. Right. So everybody's got to start against New Orleans. That's not really the case anymore. No, um, no,
4: their their defense in the last couple of weeks has really kind of stepped up,
1: turned it up, right? But so. yeah, I mean he's got he's got some pretty good depth all around. I mean, running back, wide receiver, he's uh, I think he, he'll do just fine. Even Baker Mayfield did good.
0: I have expressed my love to Jordan over on Johnson. <laughs> tried to and, tried to trade for him earlier in the week and. uh I think that I think that he would have gone for it, but he was just kind of like, well, I think I'm just gonna let him um, let on. him sit, you know, and, and, and see he, what happens. I and, think
1: he was gonna let him sit this
0: week. And, until you know, Melvin just kinda hurt. Just kinda hang on to him and I was like, I just have a really good feeling about him. Like I just love the guy and I want him on my team. Good luck. Good luck to Carry on Johnson this week. And then with Melvin Gordon out, perfect opportunity to throw him in there yeah. and see what he does this week with Theo Riddick injured. Um, it was carry on Johnson's Tom Deshaun and boy, he I was it. like, so jealous of, uh, not being able to get him. I want him so bad still, still would make a trade. But at this point, I don't know. I don't know. I, I do think that this is carry on Johnson's ceiling right now. Like, I don't think that, um, he's going to surpass this type of game, especially with, you know, the, the Garrett blunt and, you know, the other options that are there. But
3: and Matt Stafford threw for I think or I think he threw the least amount of passes he's thrown all year last week. So
0: yeah, in a primarily passing offense. Right. So I don't really understand why. I wish some of those had gone to Golden Tate. But
1: I mean, if I, I had carried, I don't if know if I, where they went. If I had him, I'd be extremely happy. I mean, 19 carries, 158, 158 yards, yards, zero touchdowns. That. And one big thing is when you see the huge, these huge numbers and you have two touchdowns, you got to take that out of it a little bit. Granted, I, I think mean,
3: he started like four rushes for 100 yards,
0: though, too. So, oh, did he? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, he had a huge, huge. Like when he got the ball, he was just unstoppable and just, you know, totally would tear people apart. I'd take it, though.
1: Him. Absolutely. Anytime. Come on over. Carry on.
0: <laughs> Carry on. My wayward son, in reference to Jordan's team. All right, so <clears throat> battle of the Jordans. Jordan won, but um, yeah. So <laughs> in the battle to, of
4: the Jordans, Jordan won.
0: <laughs> congrats to congrats to Jordan. Sorry, Jordan. All right, move on to move on to Colton and Antoine.
4: Oh boy, why did you have to do this one next?
0: Because <laughs> it was the next one that I saw. You
4: know, it's a bad week whenever. <laughs> whenever j bell beats you on points that
0: is the truth j bell we didn't beach. talk about the Touché. he beat both Touché. me
4: and antoine on points so the, Are you the score
0: for score for j bell and j clark was 73 to 101 oh my so god so n- not quite the 80 point over under well, um, this week and this one is even worse with <laughs> antoine at 70 and colton with 65 Is that the least amount of points scored so far this season? I think so, because I was sitting at 66 for a while. I I, I
4: think I officially broke the record this year or this week so far. What happened?
1: Uh, Sonny Michelle
4: with one point. Uh, Matt Breida with negative negative one one point. Uh, Marquise Goodwin, two points. A Chargers defense that let Tennessee throw 19 points on them. Uh, Yeah. Pretty much that's it. Calvin Ridley <laughs> with like five catches for 40 yards. You um, name it, it happened this week. Two running backs out. A wide receiver that caught like two touchdowns last week caught one pass this
1: week. So I'm, I'm going to interrupt you real quick. So this is just kind of shocking to me. Adam Vinatieri two for four on extra points?
4: Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. He, he, he re-injured his groin this week. Uh, and he missed missed two extra points and i think he missed a field goal too.
1: That says one for one by me. Who knows? Yeah. No, I'm no, I'm, I'm, uh, sorry, I'm sorry. He he just he missed was, two extra points. Yeah. Yeah, he was well, yeah.
4: he was one for one on field goals and he was 2 for 4 on extra points. Yeah. And
1: that's rough, man. Yeah. <clears> Especially coming from me. That's rough. <laughs>
0: <laughs> from from the guys on watch right now. I'm telling you, yeah, I just uh, I,
4: it was it was a terrible week for me. Uh, <laughs> Nick
2: Chubb and, and, and Nick Chubb is uh, it's
4: bad that I still could have won if I just simply would have started Sterling Shepherd over Marquise Goodwin, Matt Breida, or Calvin Ridley.
1: <laughs> man, I will tell you, um, we were watching the game, the Falcons game, and we were pulling. we were like, all right, just one bomb. To old uh, Calvin Ridley, and that's it. He's got yeah. Seals. That's that's all but I it needed. Just never happened.
4: I, I I needed I needed five points. I, I needed one touchdown from Ridley, and it would have been game over. Yeah, I was like, ah. it's it's bad that a game comes down to that, but you know, Antoine squeaks really another
1: is. one because I think his other one was pretty fluky too, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah. Actually, <clears throat> like I can't remember the circumstances, but I remember it being like what. Did he win that game or did he? Yeah, he's he's he has won two games.
4: On, Antoine is it. now two and five
3: <laughs> against Luke. I think was the other one, right? Yeah, I think so. Keeps yeah. keeps. Or maybe he out. won I mean, that one. I can't remember.
1: I remember it was super close. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, If I- if there was
4: one one you know kind of light at the end of the tunnel, take away from this week, it's that the tried and true. Georgia boy came through for me. Nick Flubb? Nick
1: Flubb. Nick, Nick Flubb Flub came maybe. out and showed his chub. Speaking of chubb, all right, so I got to ask, what is going on <laughs> in Antoine's team?
3: <laughs> yeah, can we please talk about that?
1: I feel a little weird every time I look at it. I'm like, whoa. What What's, 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 what's going on?
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused as to what's happening. <laughs>
1: That's his team name. Every time I look at him, I'm like, whoa, okay.
0: Oh, Antoine's team yeah. name? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it yeah. Is a little surprising. It's a little out there. <laughs> it's, it's a little
3: surprising
0: <laughs> in the sense that. <laughs> oh, just a little? <laughs> <weird piece>. <laughs>
3: <laughs> when you read his team name, you almost don't want him near any schools. Yeah. Kind of, he's like, oh. Like,. For the longest time, we've lived across from this elementary <laughs> from school. school, and I'm starting to yeah. wonder what happened. Oh God,
1: <laughs> <laughs> where
3: where did it go wrong?
1: Oh, I mean, that's uh granted they put up, will, up 70 points on you. So I don't know, but still, yeah, we i will I, leave I think, that uh,
0: unsaid.
4: Yeah. It was just it, it it was it was a bad week, man. It was a bad yeah, week it, for me. Trust me, I've for had a couple of those. Seven bad week for running backs on my team. I do
0: not blame you for for the Calvin Ridley start over Sterling Shepard. Yeah. Um as you know, as as high scoring as the you know the Falcons have been, um and as terrible as Eli has been. I think that in a flex position rolling out, Calvin Ridley is not definitely not a definitely not a bad move um
3: he's came back down to earth though a little bit since oh yeah uh, oh, he's yeah. not five Absolutely touchdowns not. in two
0: weeks yeah but maybe sterling shepherd over matt burrito with the injury but um not uh come really so but i think sterling talk-
3: shepard has been pretty good this this year actually kind yeah. of flown yeah. under the radar mm-hmm
1: yeah, kind of like Mohammed sanu kind of good
3: yeah
0: did we uh, did we talk about Antoine's team at all so he doesn't complain? Oh, yeah, no, no, no we, we, we
1: didn't
4: really talk about his team any.
0: <laughs> so, Mark Ingram. So these guys, Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram, um, I'm pretty sure we're pretty even on, you know, like touches and type of stuff. So Mark Ingram seven, or Alvin Kamara, 17 for 64, and Mark Ingram 12 for 32. So. Um, uh, you know, Alvin Kamara got a little bit more. And he had a touchdown, but I mean, these guys are pretty split across the board. Um, it's just gonna be—it's just gonna come down to who gets the touchdown. Yeah, in the matchup. I mean, Baltimore's, Baltimore's
1: tough. You know, Baltimore's they're like, they're like the best defense. defense right now. Yes, I mean, you kind of have to temper expectations, but again, you know, against a good matchup, if you had them both, throw them both out there. I would. Yeah.
0: Definitely hoping more from Edo Smith with that situation. I don't even know. I don't even know what's going on there. Honestly, um, did Tevin I Coleman even have a good game.
3: He's yeah, he had fourteen or fifteen points, I think. But I mean, ultimately, I think they're going to be more pass happy, especially considering Tevin Coleman was more of the passing down back. But ultimately, Edo Smith, after watching the game, there, or what was it, Sunday night. I don't know. Having Tevin Coleman, I think he's okay. I'm not blown away by him, but Ito Smith, I'm not exactly worried about him either at this point.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a whole different level of player. Um, so I don't know what you I don't know what you do about that. Dion Lewis decided to play football. Man, I don't <laughs> blame him for not playing him. Oh, I'm surprised him. he's not on waivers. Yeah, at this point.
1: Yeah, yeah I mean. I think that was that, that's a true London game. It, nothing makes sense. Melvin Gordon didn't even play. The two Titans running backs who have done nothing all year decided to do something, and yeah, pretty much. He, and even Austin Eckler didn't even do anything. The yeah. Feature back the that was, Chargers. That was disappointing. He had like five or six points something like that. Six.
3: I, yeah, I think it, I, I
1: chalk that up to a wacky London game.
3: You know, they said though, having read the post game about that. They talked about how I think the Titans have lost three in a row. And they said that you could potentially see them split away from the two-back system, which I think bodes well for Deion Lewis, considering how well he played this last week. So, I mean, that's something to look out for. Yeah.
0: Maybe. I mean, let's hope. But I think that's a – I don't know how you make that decision. Every week, to
1: well, I think it they just haven't figured it out either because I mean, even they had it was like a one point game and it was the last few seconds and they went for two. Oh, well, yeah, and well, it was like, they what, just exactly, stuffed.
3: what exactly is Derrick Henry? He was a guy who, when DeMarco Murray was there, we were like, <laughs> when Derrick Henry, you know, ultimately takes over the reins, he's going to be pretty good, but I don't know how good he actually is. Well,
1: and it seems like, you know, it, when you see him and when you've seen him play, like even back in Alabama, he was, you know, he could kind of run anywhere. NFL, he's actually ran better outside. Right.
3: Has the physicality, I think it's one of those things where the physicality of the NFL catches up with you, maybe. Maybe so. Maybe you're ahead of the curve in college because you're, I mean, look at him. I he's guess, a freak, yeah. He's huge. Athlete, but.
1: Yeah, I mean, because you think like him, and he still is a bruiser, like he gets better as the game goes on. Right. And so, um, but he doesn't do that well up the middle. He does better when you pitch it to him and he goes on the outside. It's more of a passing back almost. And it's really weird because he's like six. Yeah, five. he's a little
3: more mobile than his size would, yeah. you know. Yeah, than I mean, you like would think. Yeah.
1: And so, I'd, I don't know. I mean, if, if it was, I think he'd be better like, an, like a lone running back sure. than then like a system like
3: that. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yeah.
1: But it's kind of like a Larry Fitzgerald, you know, great player. They can't. Figuring him out, so he's just not productive.
3: And having him run out of the shotgun baffles me. I do not, a guy that big needs a head of steam, you know, to get going. Mm-hmm. I yeah. I don't get that.
0: Yeah. Is what it is. So we'll see there. He had Gronk hurt this week. Looks like, I mean, toss up going into this week if he's going to be hurt too. He's kind of had a history of back problems. Yeah. And that's just a, I mean, one of the top drafted guys, you know. And I I
4: will I will go ahead and and step in here and proudly say this. That was the very first thing that I said to Antoine about Gronk on it was. draft It was
0: but He's prone to injury. Yep. Yeah. I said, "Man, he gets injured.
4: That's why I don't draft Gronk. I've I've dealt with Gronk for a couple of years. He does good when he does good, but whenever the man gets hurt, everything piles up on top of it. It's either his shoulder, it's his back, it's a concussion." It's anything, and they will compile and compile to where you don't get your usage out of him.
0: Yeah, And they
4: use him so much. Yeah, he he is mm. way if, – if there was a player in the tight end slot or tight end position to be classified as overworked for what a tight end is supposed to do, it's definitely Gronk. I mean, he, mm-hmm. this, oh, yeah. this dude is running seam routes and go routes 50 yards down the field. Like he's a you know six one six two hundred and sixty pound wide receiver, <laughs> and, and he's not... only I
0: mean he's he's only had one good game all year. Yeah. Um. You know that's really fantasy relevant, and and that was week one. And after that, where's he been? So it's super disappointing. So Antoine definitely knows that.
1: So I don't know if it's just because they haven't quite figured it out in the offense, or there's been other weapons, or if he's been kind of like hurt all along. I don't know. I know. I, know, I, know. I, th- I
4: think. I think he's a lot more injured than what the Patriots staff likes to put out and publish.
3: That's probably true. Well, of course, yeah.
4: Uh, I'd, I f- I think I think Gronk has got a whole lot more going on that that they're trying to keep him, you know, bandaged up and patched up for to use him whenever they truly do need him. Uh, and that's why you see these kind of out of nowhere. Sideline visits, like, you know, oh, he's he's totally deactivated this week because of his back. And he may be next week, but then the week after that, whenever they play another team that's a little bit more relevant, uh, they may throw him back in there.
1: Yeah. And, you know, like when I had him, the biggest issue for me was, you know, when he came back from injury and they said he's 100% he's good to go, they'd use him as a decoy for two or three games. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. And, so and then he goes out and gets
4: beat up again because they use him to <laughs> to just get hammered. Yeah.
1: But you know, like if he's playing, there's no way you can bench him. You you no. gotta throw him out. Oh no him. way. Because he's gonna put up twenty five points and you're gonna be sick.
0: But and then you've got the whole Lev Bell situation not showing up to meeting today in practice and forfeiting like seven million dollars and that's just.
1: <laughs> I, I, I can't even relate, dude. I,
0: don't know. I wish I could.
3: There's yeah.
4: there's something that I read today, and I forgot exactly where I read it, but uh, it said that Le'Veon Bell's agent had submitted a uh, uh, a roster exemption, yeah. which basically weeks, means that he that. has another free two weeks after whenever he was what? supposed to show up today. Yeah that they are not going to hold against him. It's because And of the what he's deadline. basically trying to do with that is get it past the trade deadline where Le'Veon Bell stays a Steeler this year where he can't be traded somewhere to be immediately put to work. And then that would do exactly what he wanted to do and keep him healthy until next year whenever he can either sign another contract or him and the Steelers work something out. I don't think you'll see Le'Veon Bell play any this year.
1: That's so crazy. That is insane.
4: Because if that was what they actually did and they're trying to get him past the trade deadline on a roster exemption, then the Steelers keep him this year, and then I think you'll see him go somewhere else next year. But I don't think he touches the field this year at all.
0: And you know what really sucks about the worst about this for Antoine is that at the time of drafting, we did not know any of this information. No, like did not know a thing, and it just sprung up. You know, two weeks after we drafted, and here we are, week eight, no Lev Bell, and it's just tough. Yeah. And
4: the anyway, uh, the resident Steelers insider had the. <laughs> hey, he it's he James caution,
0: <laughs> Let's talk about the Resident Steeler's insider this week because boy, taking an L for the first time. Um, we, was it a flute game? Can we Probably admit so. That
3: the ending was quite fluky. Oh yeah. Can we just put that on the record? Yeah, it was, it was, was it a it
0: flute was, game? Absolutely, but I will fest. take <laughs> I will take the win. Um <laughs>
1: I was like, okay, here he comes to the field goal. This is going to see. Yeah, what him. was
3: Andy Reid trying to do? At one point, you're like, okay, he's not going to run up the score here. He'll maybe just kick the field goal or kneel. Instead, they're trying to score.
1: Was Spencer where? Yeah. I was like, yeah. What, uh, what, what, you don't trying, mess with Andy
0: Reid. They're trying to get <laughs> him some run. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what he's trying to accomplish. I don't know if there was like some magic number of points that he was trying to go for in that game. Um, hit like fifty something, I don't know. Or yeah, it was I don't strange, know. but that was very he, he, he thankful. He definitely had
4: something on his mind. There's no doubt about that.
0: Very thankful. There was still like four minutes left at that point. <clears throat> but uh dude, yeah. so, you know, the situation was going down there for so Logan has Harrison Butker and I was de- or I was ahead. I want to say I was just ahead like a point. Or no, two. it is the score the score right now 106 to 104. Yeah. Um and so the you know the field goal would have would have put him up above. No, it was by one. Yeah, it, was by it was one 10, point. Yeah, it was 105 to 104 because a touchdown would have the extra point would have tied and I would have won by bench points. And uh the field goal he would have gone up by one. And so, you know, they get down there and go to kick a field goal and Andy Reid tries to run it in on fourth down and up by like 30 points. <laughs> I don't know. Thank understand. you, master Andy Reid. Um, I mean, that won it for me. It really did because there was no chance um, coming into this that I thought that this was going to happen going up against Todd Gurley. And, um, you know, that was what I was mainly worried about and... Uh, Adam Thielen, he's got the best running back and the best wide receiver in the NFL on his team. And I was fortunate to catch the Steelers on a bye week because that took out Roethlisberger, Connor, and Vance McDonald.
4: And Smith-Schuster. You, you, and
0: Smith-Schuster.
4: And potentially Chris Boswell. He, he probably insane. still would have started Harrison Butker over oh, Boswell, yeah. though. Yeah, I didn't
0: even know he had... Yeah, it does have Boswell.
1: And, and both the guys had some stinkers, too. I mean, like, he had Sean McCoy go out with that uh head injury. Yeah,
0: I'm on, like, the
4: second play that he was in yeah. there. That that
0: <laughs> that was weird. Honestly, with Sean McCoy and Kenyon Drake, I was not worried about, like, whatsoever. I was like, they might get two to five points. Not a big deal. Well, Sean McCoy goes down. I'm like, all right, sweet. Kenyon Drake is not going to do anything. And then he comes out and has, you know, best game of the season six for 72 and um yeah just with four four receptions so good game for Kenyon drake and all that jordan reed i expected jordan reed to have a better game uh against dallas but i don't know man what happened there honestly expected
4: marvin jones to have a better game and matt stafford yeah
0: yeah so i looked out there um Man, I have been, for whatever reason, I have been riding the Jets offense all season. Um, They, I mean, they've just happened to, the players have fallen to me and they have worked out and have gotten me through, gotten me the small amount of points that I needed in situations. I had Robbie Anderson in the beginning and he had a couple of big games and then did nothing. Switched that out for Quincy Anunua, and he had a couple of average games, you know, was able to get me like five to six points a week or something like that. Um, while Powell was a pretty average, you know, running back low end two um, that I was able to put out. And so their offense has not been terrible, you know, for fantasy. They've been, you know, getting it done fantasy point wise. And so we had Terrell Pryor go out this week, um, or Terrell Pryor out. Um, with, uh, Quincy and Unlaw out as well. And, yeah,
1: probably got traded.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, the Vikings shadowing Robbie Anderson for those big yardage gains. And so Jermaine Curse was just the perfect. Like, I mean, I was all about it. Um, going in on Curse this week with that whole situation and zeros across the board. Um, yeah. You gotta love them Jets. Worst mistake of the the week. Well, good old
1: gang green will leave you hanging, won't it? Yeah. I'm trying to pull up. <laughs> the good for Logan though is uh I think it was today Below Powell got put on an IR, so he's got Crowell. Yep.
0: Yeah, so I mean that's a that'll be that'll be good. I mean he'll get he'll get <coughs> some extra stuff yeah. there. You know, Ball Powell's probably done for the season. Um <laughs> it's it's not like Logan's gonna need
4: Isaiah Cruel, whatever. and unless yeah, unless LaShawn McCoy misses another week. Yeah. The rich get uh, richer. And and even then all he's gotta do is just run two running backs and do Todd Gurley and Kenyon Drake.
0: So Vikings had a great week, the Vikings defense. Yeah. Justin so Tucker I've, missed an the extra game, point. Yeah.
3: What I don't know what was more insane—the fact that he missed it or his facial expression after. <laughs> Dude, he was, he was like,
0: what? I missed a field goal. Well, uh, I think,
1: like, man, like, no kickers are safe this year. Everybody oh, is just even uh, the best.
0: I'd
3: disagree. Who's who is safe? Granted, he missed some games because of his groin injury, but I think Zerline is. 10 the plus season is early. Every week, the season. I mean, is early. we'll
0: see. You say that, but. I mean, I'm definitely a zero line believer, but anything can happen. I mean, um, I said barring bar injury, barring injury, that
1: Greg it's, the Greg leg hurt his groin, so right, yeah, barring, I mean, he's I mean, missed but often, injury. but he has. That,
4: that's my my only issue with with Adam Vinatieri was this week. I mean, every week he has been a nine point kicker for the most part, uh, and then out of the, out of nowhere this week, rocking in at five points.
1: Yeah, something's up That's with him, man. Yeah, you can definitely tell. I've always been a Matt Prater fan because um lines really suck in the red zone for some reason,
0: so he's always going to boot it in. Yeah.
4: But sure. like, that is a,
0: that is enough conversation about kickers. Um, the <laughs> biggest, the my biggest moment. Kicker hater. This, <laughs> my biggest moment this week, though, I, I knew that I had this game lost, and Coming into it, Kareem Hunt starts blowing up, and I'm like, "Yeah, whatever. Like he can put up 30 points; it's not going to be a big deal. Um, I'm still going to lose." And CJ Uzama has the glor—just the glorious touchdown, probably the was the only touchdown of the game. Yes. Um. Yeah, and that was incredible. Uh, That I mean, that's what won it for me. Was was that alone? Because if I if I hadn't had that play because I wasn't expecting much from that you know maybe two to three points to get me through the week, but the touchdown. So I'm kind of wondering if you sold your soul to the devil before. Yeah. <laughs> You're like you
3: know what devil, I want to beat Logan so bad. He's like okay, oozinga, go ahead, score a touchdown. Yeah, did you find any goats this week or something? <laughs> did you,
0: uh... I wrote uh I wrote Andy Dalton a letter and. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't even think you gotta do that. You could just whisper <laughs> in the
1: wind, and that dude will fall down.
0: Yeah. So I don't know if my team will hold on, but I'm thankful to maybe be the only loss in uh, for Logan and his his column. All right. So Austin's turn. It was a Diggins good week versus versus uh, Chance. 133 to 108.
3: Yeah, so and it wasn't. I think around, came with the, the around the three o'clock game, I was sitting there looking at Jordan, and I said, and I was like, dude, it's over with. I said, dude, I'm projected 79 points. What is going on? And uh, then the Rams' defense and kicker, Greg Zerline, decided to blow up ultimately for Mahomes to come in and you know finish him off so it was a You pretty can always good count week. on him. Yeah.
1: My thing is yeah, like going we up against you next floor. week I'm like just give this guy a realistic floor. 15-18 points not
3: 30. <laughs> Mahomes, yeah. He's got ridiculous floor. I think his floor is 20 points. It really is. You know? I mean, or maybe more like than. 24. Maybe probably. 25? Yeah, something like 22, I think, is the lowest yeah. he scored.
1: Fuck, I of talks like Kermit the Frog. Or maybe you
3: 18, know. actually. Something like that. <laughs> Kermit the Frog. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's see if I got it here. Let's see if I can find all Patty
1: here. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah gonna... I
4: mean, it was when Aaron uh,
0: Rodgers was so hot with the Hail Marys and all that different Yeah, <laughs>
1: Rodgers, you know, you know, you'll go know, Green
0: hunt. Hey man, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> Pat Mahomes can be Kermit whoever he wants. He's an amazing quarterback. Yeah.
3: So, uh, good
0: week. Royce Freeman showed up.
1: Well, he um, had a touchdown.
3: He showed up until he about midway through the third quarter got hurt and didn't play again. So that was a little between him and David Johnson after that first night, I was pretty worried.
1: Yeah, because Emmanuel Sanders threw a touchdown and yeah. caught a touchdown. threw a touchdown,
3: <laughs> caught a touchdown, had 21 <laughs> points. It took me three players to reach that amount at one point, and yeah. I was down about 50 points before I could even blink. And uh, McCaffrey, you know, wasn't really involved. David Johnson wasn't doing well. Trey Burton was kind of my saving grace there. He had a really yeah, nice
4: Trey, game. Trey Burton came through, man. He he had a great game. I watched, I watched that one.
0: 126 yards. Yeah, he was. For he was, a tight end. He yeah. He was very good. You can go ahead and thank Mitchell Trubisky for that one. I'll be thanking him <laughs> again next week,
3: hopefully. As well.
4: <laughs> hopefully not.
0: Are
3: you going to start
4: <laughs> uh, Marlon Mack next yeah, week?
3: No, of course. Uh, I've got Tevin Coleman, who I would have plugged in. I'm not going to start him. He's on a bye, obviously. So Marlon Mack will see his first run on my team. And you know, two weeks ago when I picked him up, it was he was first coming back, and everyone was uncertain about you know whether he was going to come back into his role as the starting running back. And I actually read a report from their coach, Frank Reich, who was with the Philadelphia Eagles. He had said, you know, when Marlon Mack comes back, he's going to be the number one guy again, just like that. So I picked him up, stashed him, and then he had a good week that week. And then this week happened to blow up, so hopefully it continues, but you never know. What's up. It's a fluke.
0: I don't think so. I think that – I mean, I don't think he's going to do that again, but I think you're you going to have pretty consistent fantasy points from um, Marlon Mack.
3: He's ran the ball good through these two mm-hmm. weeks, so as long as he – I think his biggest thing is staying healthy.
0: Yeah, still hoping more from David Johnson.
3: That's disappointing right now, but – Maybe Byron Leftwich will be able to right the ship a little bit. As far as Josh Rosen, though, I was cursing his name all night, Thursday night. That, that guy.
2: Josh!
3: I don't see it, man. And is, I didn't see it going into the draft, really, either. I yeah, wasn't overly I definitely impressed don't with him. see it now. But watching that game the other night, I get it. The Cardinals are bad, but I don't. He's, he doesn't look special to me.
1: He looks like C.J. Beathard to me.
3: He looks like Mike Glennon to me. Yeah, like the reincarnation <laughs> of Mike Star Glennon in every bit of it, like his appearance, his stature, you know, everything. So I don't know.
4: I, I don't. I don't even think that he looks like C.J. Beathard. I mean, I, I think that's taken away from <laughs> from his abilities. Beathard's been good,
3: <laughs> actually. Yeah.
1: Well, if you're right, past week.
3: Well, yeah. But I think the one kind of thing when we were watching it, when the Rams were kind of blowing up on defense and Greg Zerline was doing well, I was still pretty nervous going into the game or midway through the game because Ezekiel Elliott, you know, hadn't had any breakout moments. He was sitting at like 20 yards at one point, and uh, I think he finished with 35 yards or so. 33. 33 33 yards. yards. Um, So that was a – Boy, that was a kind of saving grace right there, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, the, on, one, the uh, one big,
1: the one big thing that hurt Chance really bad was Carlos Hyde being traded.
3: Oh yeah, that was awesome.
1: Carlos Hyde being traded and uh, Dalvin Cook's
3: still out, I guess. He's, yeah, he's going to miss through the bye week, they say. Yeah, yeah. Carlos Hyde got
4: traded. Dalvin Cook stayed out again.
3: Um, yeah, Dalvin, Dalvin Cook like
0: another two weeks. Him,
3: yeah.
1: It, I think yeah, I think they said through week eleven
0: he's yep. out, or he'll so. be back week through week ten and should yeah. be back. So, I mean, Chance
4: was kind of left with no options. Uh, yeah, he, running back. He 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 put in Frank Gore, Frank the Tank, and Frank the Tank got overshadowed by Kenyon Drake.
1: Weird deal. What world do we live in? Yeah, just,
4: just Chance has got a good world. team though. Uh, oh yeah,
0: just a really weird week for him. Um, I don't think there's much to be worried about. Yeah, Emmanuel Sanders is really showing out, and that's been fun to watch. Mm -hmm. Throwing a touchdown.
3: I'm really interested to see what happens with that receiving core uh, in the next week or so. I think Cortland Sutton. I think somebody's going to be traded there. I don't. Surely, I don't think it's Emmanuel Sanders. Probably Demarius Thomas, but. Um, I, I think there's a high possibility that you're not going to see both of them on the same team, but we'll see. I don't know. You've seen them both be
1: successful independently.
3: Yeah. It's going to be a fun uh, week because I think there's still going to be a lot of shakeup. I saw, they said McCoy, LaShawn McCoy may be traded, uh, next week. And then, uh, Deshaun Jackson's been on the trade block, obviously Amari Cooper to the Cowboys, um. There's, I think there's still a little bit to come. So it's,
0: it's a fun time.
3: It's gonna, it's gonna be nuts. And trying to forecast that is kind of fun too in fantasy, you know. Yeah.
0: I wish that people would trade more. <clears throat> um, I think that that it's an issue of having so many people in a league that know what they're doing. That, um, you know, everyone's confident that. They know they can make it, and they know what's going on, and don't want to. They don't want to swap swap players and try other stuff. Yeah, sport, I, I think, I, 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 think
4: I think that's definitely the point that this this
1: league is at right now. I still think first round pick
3: for Mari was a little.
1: Uh, I, I don't know.
0: That yeah that was
3: a little much. That was that. that was steep. But that was also like we got to do something now. But you know, can we if, get
0: John Gruden on this podcast?
3: So, I think I really, yeah. I, John Gruden knows that from a Raiders standpoint, he knows the Raiders aren't going to do anything this year. He also yeah, knows building. that they're loaded with picks next year. I think they have three first-round picks next yeah. year. And so if he wants to kind of shape the team in his image, he's got all the ammunition right there. So Amari Cooper is kind of underachieved for the most part. A first-round pick who you've seen glimpses you know, of him mm-hmm. being really good, but – it's never been put together and they said he kind of turns it on and turns it off whenever he wants so at that point i kind of like the move and if dallas
0: is going to give you a first round
3: pick hell Take why it. not you Take know it.
0: is amari cooper gonna be any better in dallas though i mean i think it mean, so. I think be Prescott slightly compared to Derek carr
3: right in theory i mean it doesn't look like it but i think i mean i don't know the maybe the Cowboys fan base can, you know, light a spark up his ass, But at this point, like I think I've said it all year, I don't think Dak Prescott's great. But he's, a, he's is he
0: a better quarterback no, than oh Derek no. Carr?
3: But we haven't seen Derek Carr be that good either the last, yeah. you know, two That's years. That's what I'm saying. So. Derek
0: Carr's been horrible.
4: Yeah.
3: he he Derek, Derek
4: Carr was great last year. And then he messed up his back. And – uh I don't think he's really been the same since then. Was it
1: opinion. last year or year before that they were playoff bound and then he broke yeah, his, two years uh, ago. his hand two or years, his finger, yeah. or no, his thumb or something like that? I mean, they were on fire. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah I think it was two. It was, yeah, no, that that I, I was two remember. years
4: ago. And then last year was whenever he, like week four, week five last year, he fractured something in his back. Oh, yeah, that's, he, right, that's right, that's right. And <laughs> he came back two weeks later and, and continued playing. You're like, no, bro.
3: And there have been, you know, kind of whispers about him being traded. But I think he shot that down, said he loves being a Raider. But earlier in the season, when he first started kind of struggling again, there were reports that John Gruden wasn't necessarily in love with Derek Carr. Right. And that he didn't know if Derek Carr was going to be his franchise quarterback after, you know, they signed him to a a colossal deal. But at the moment, I'm still leaning Derek Carr in that debate. But he hasn't been great. Neither one of them have yeah. been great. So and,
1: uh, Gruden's a quarterback guy, so he knows what he wants. Right. And so I mean, like it, towards the first five or six games of the year, Derek Carr was like really accurate, but he just couldn't throw balls down the field at all. Right. Like if, yeah. if I mean, they just he just couldn't. So I don't know. Uh, I think Amari Cooper would go better. In a system where he's not the primary receiver,
3: he'd be great in Philadelphia.
1: Like a Philly, if he like lines <laughs> up on the opposite side yeah. of like uh, Alshon Jeffrey or something like that. I just don't think he's
3: he can stretch the he can stretch the field though. I mean, he's yeah. a fast yeah, he's guy. Fast, big, As far as Dak throwing a deep ball, I don't know how uh, you know how great that is. But I think that's what he needs too. I think no one is happier right now than Luke. I'm sure Morgan's a little pissed because. Of Luke hanging an Amari Cooper poster in his ceiling above his bed, but other than that, I think Luke's pretty happy right now.
1: I'm happy about it too. Cause I mean if Jordy Nelson can do anything now, hey, I'll take it.
4: Yeah, yeah, that, that is yeah. true. Maybe that is there you go. Maybe maybe old old man Jordy gets like twenty points this week.
1: I'll take it. I hope not. I'll
0: take every red point. <laughs> so speaking of Amari <laughs> Cooper who's on Forest's team. Go to this last matchup here, Farrest versus Luke. Uh Forrest had ninety two. Luke 101. It was competitive till the end. Yeah. Otherwise. So Luke slides away with the win on this one. Um his receivers did great. Uh OBJ and T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. Hilton's been injured. And, you know, I did not I didn't think he would have as good of a game as he did this week coming off the injury, but looked really good, you know, and Got some got some points on the board. I I honestly think that it's amazing that OBJ and
4: Sterling Shepard both had the production that they had with a, with a quarterback like Eli.
3: Well, Eli honestly. threw for three hundred
0: ninety nine yards. So I mean, yeah. But yeah, that that
4: is uncharacteristic for Eli. Yeah. They
0: might have been like two yards at a time, but
4: <laughs> well, see that that's the crazy part. Both Sterling and OBJ had like. Two fifty-yard receptions
1: apiece. Yeah, because yeah, we really haven't seen that since Saquon's been there. It's mostly right. been like mean, out underneath. Of Saquon underneath been yeah, the Saquon of underneath, the Barkley show. two yards, three yards, six yards, and then he busts for a big one? Yeah, incomplete to OBJ.
3: But granted, too, they were probably trying to figure out how they wanted to fully utilize Saquon Barkley. You know, this is yeah. his first year in the system. I don't know how much longer Eli's gonna stay there. I mean, he. This is probably going to be his last year. I would hope so. With the Giants are retiring, who knows? But they've been trying to figure out how to incorporate all, incorporate all their pieces. Um and now you've got Evan Ingram coming back. I think that offense is going to look better. It's I don't know about protection-wise, their offensive line's kind of bad, so we'll see.
1: I think so Eli Apple's gone off the defense
3: to so the Saints, yeah. And then their defensive tackle actually yeah, got oh traded yeah. to the Lions. That was a that was kind of a steal for a fifth round pick. Was a, that was a good so, play. Um, but I think went, that team is kind of in rebuild mode yeah, right now. If it went for yeah, North Jenkins, be.
1: I mean that'd be rough.
3: And he is actually on the trade block as well.
0: They said that for the right price, anybody on their defensive sides for sale. Right. Man. Julio Jones goes another week without scoring a touchdown. He's and great though, man. Julio Jones is I love that guy. Yeah. It's amazing. His four um, is as good as it can be. Huge numbers. Just no touchdown. You know, it's, yeah. it's and strange. he's al- he's always had this problem um of not not scoring touchdowns, but just still doing having great games. Um so it'll happen, but when it happens, he's going to score 50
3: points because yeah, that happened be ridiculous. for me one time yeah. last year when I had him. Case yeah.
4: in point, the year that I traded him to McKenzie. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. He, he consistently got me, me like three which to was four, last year. six points. Traded him to McKenzie. The next week, he had like 300 yards and three touchdowns. It, it so, basically, if you stupid. want
0: Julio to uh, score a touchdown, just trade him. Yeah, just just it's trade like Julio
1: one time, like and then he'll start scoring touchdowns. So, like, a lot a – lot, like. The lineup looks perfect. I mean, Joe Mixon at Kansas City. I mean, that's a perfect matchup. He didn't do what you wanted. Julio, Edelman, Kittle, especially. That's a perfect tight end right now. He's good. What was he thinking with a Buffalo defense? I just I just need to. Am I the only person I was like, what is he doing? Well, he initially <laughs> well,
3: had Miami and then went to Buffalo. So I do he went not from understand worse it.
1: Worst to less
0: worse? Negative
3: five to negative two. Great adjustment. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, there's so many other options that you could have made there. Yeah, uh, I mean, like, I, I, against think, New I think even I enough mean, no, is yeah. what. No, it was Indy, but sometimes. Still, I mean, Indy's not bad. The Bills, the Bills' defense, though, I mean, has not been horrible. Um, you know, they had negative negative points this week, and then um, negative
4: points the first week,
0: and against Baltimore. I mean, they haven't been the worst, and Indianapolis has not had the best offensive right. stuff going on with all their wide receivers being injured recently. So I can see why that might stand out on the waivers and you want to take a chance on them, but it just didn't work out <clears throat> at all. Um, no. Odds definitely weren't there. And I feel like there were a lot of other different – that, that might have been it. But I was looking I was like,
1: anything to do with Buffalo other than the Sean McCoy? I'm just like, what are you doing? Getting out.
3: You know, I'm really mm-hmm. hoping for the Nathan Peterman experiment again this week.
1: Now, uh, Derek Anderson's going to be back.
3: That's okay, too.
1: That's. Th- Derek Anderson's like
3: almost 40 years old,
1: isn't yeah, he? Hopefully he
0: throws his bald
1: head off this week <laughs> against <your> defense. I <laughs> like
0: well, I remember that name from like a really long time ago. The Panthers. Yeah, he's
1: back up uh, to Cam Newton for a while. Right. Not, not in presence, but. Um,. I think he was actually he was like actually on vacation when they called him. They're like, "Hey, Derek, uh, you need to come in." He's like, "You want to come play football?"
3: He's like, "Yeah, sure. Let me put some sunblock on to get back." You know, that was the exact conversation that Jay Cutler had too. Except he was like, "Oh hell no!" And then he's out there pouting around. (laughs) Yeah,
1: you know, his wife's bossing around on her TV show. He's like, "This sucks. I'll go to
3: Miami." He's walking the baby
0: and just sitting there like, (laughs) "Well." So farce has one of my draft picks uh ronald jones that i dropped the waivers because it seemed to be uh that he was not the guy and now he is the guy and so that's the dance that, just sucks, that we man. do yeah that just sucks. i wouldn't R- be McKinsey. too worried about just, that though i don't know how i don't know how good he actually is i don't think they know that either like I think that it's always been a question about Ronald Jones. And, and he was State. a
3: first-round pick,
0: yeah. I think. <laughs> they drafted him in the first round. And that's and that was my reason for drafting him. I'm like, well, they're going to use him a lot if they're going to spend that much. And so, nope. Same and thing with Royce Freeman. and Exactly, yeah. Tampa's so weird. They're so
1: up and down, though. I mean, but, like, the one thing they cannot do is play defense and run the ball.
3: They right. Can, they can throw it. Good if right. you're Mike Evans, the, Deshaun Jackson, Chris Godwin, you know, O.J. Howard. All day. Oh yeah, but if you wasn't the first, they
0: scored their first rushing touchdown this Sunday, but it was not one of the running backs.
3: <laughs> yeah, it was Winston, wasn't it?
0: Uh, no. Um, probably like Adam Humphries or something. I don't know. Something that doesn't
1: make sense. That's it might have been
0: Winston. I don't remember. Uh, um, it, no, it wasn't running back. So I was like, oh my gosh, we're gonna all season without that. But
1: it's probably Cameron Brait. <laughs> It just
4: I can't makes, remember, it just can't
1: remember
0: Yeah. But yeah, Luke's uh Luke's wide receiver core is, is working out for him. Um I think Josh Gordon definitely deserves a st- uh, spot on the in the lineup somewhere. Um yeah, you know, I think that he is slowly getting out there and I mean yeah, hundred yards. So he's he's yeah, definitely. Yeah. Njoku he's earned too, a spot.
3: Man. Yeah, Joku's been good. I think Stefan Diggs has kind of been overshadowed by Thielen and he's exactly yeah kind but of, yeah you know yeah. That, that
4: that whole team is being overshadowed
1: by the
0: <laughs> yeah he's struggling
1: he's white boy lightning right now
0: yeah <laughs> yeah all right you guys want to do quick predictions sure yeah before we get out of here sure. um let's pull the pull up some matchups here we go i'm just going to go down the line here so mine is first uh Going up against Forrest, and our projection, our projections keep moving around. I don't know what's going on. Um, we were even at ninety-seven and ninety-seven, and now I'm projected ninety-eight. He's projected a hundred. I don't know. We'll see. What are you guys thinking about? He's got to do going some of that here? Buffalo
1: defense. Get them out of there, dude. So <laughs> against New look, England, look more. against yeah. Tom Brady. Yeah, he's got to get rid of that. Yeah, little hopefully, little uh, hopefully he just hasn't made
0: that change.
3: Team. Yeah, because no, he can I le- he can
0: leaves. leave them in. That's fine.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, Lamar Miller, twelve points against Miami.
3: Yeah, he actually had Lamar well, Miller had a good game last week, surprisingly. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think like one thing that I've I've always tried to like try play on, and this never worked out is these revenge games. It's like, oh, they're going against their old team. You got to play them. You got to play them. It never works out. Mackenzie, you've mm. got some good matchups here.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's going to really be nice. it's gonna be another really close one. Um, but
1: so does Forrest, I think. Is... He's got some heavy hitters, too. I mean, <clears> throat> I throat> think Joe Mixon will get it going this week against Tampa Bay.
3: Yeah, I do, too.
0: I think so, too. Saquon scares me. Carson Wentz scares me. George Kittle uh, well, scares me.
1: one thing about Carson Wentz against Jacksonville <clears throat> is this year, if you look at the numbers, they have not been that great.
3: And if you look at Wentz, I mean, Luke may disagree with me, but since Wentz has came back, he's been pretty good. He's taken care of the football and he's thrown quite yeah. a few touchdowns. So, I mean
1: Yeah, and one thing about Jacksonville is their defense, nothing's really changed except they're on the field the entire time. Right, their offense is And pathetic. so I mean they're gonna get gassed. And so I mean there might be some there might be a little hope there.
3: I think with Barkley and Washington, Washington looked really good against the run. Yeah, so. They're gonna focus on him. And Saquon's kind of been almost <coughs> he's almost been either a heavy hitter or a kind of two three yard guy. You know yeah, kind of he's mediocre. either breaking it away or he's, you know, maybe catching something in the flat. But it, he's kind of been boom or busting in the running game a little bit. So and uh, Josh Norman hasn't looked great this year. So it might be a big spot for OBJ. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm lucky to to, to catch him on Julio uh, Jones by so I don't have to worry about that. Got lucky there. I'm but... gonna go McKenzie on this one. Yeah. I'm concerned about Aaron Rodgers. Um, I almost kept Winston this week and played Winston over Aaron Rodgers, but I couldn't do that to myself. Yeah. So. I Man, think
3: I, with I, the Rams secondary, you'll be okay as long as you can keep Aaron Rodgers upright. I think the uh, pass rush has been pretty good, as you saw. Well, he, on, he
0: only plays a quarter and a half of actual football. Yeah, Yeah, the
1: first three he just kind of slashes around, throws a football kind of – I'll say
3: this, that's going to be a shootout. So, I think that bodes well for the productivity and the points. I think, um, you know, the Rams have been involved in some pretty, you know, high-scoring games. So, I think that bodes well for Aaron Rodgers this week.
4: Yeah, I I honestly agree with Digginson. I'm looking at a shootout here. I think even as good as what the Rams' defense has been, uh they're they're going up against Aaron Rodgers with potentially his top three wide receivers all back in the game. Uh Randall Cobb looking good and Geronimo Allison are both practicing. So I, I think it'll be Devontae yeah, Adams, good Cobbs and Allison.
0: Um <clears throat> Cream Hunt against Denver, please. <laughs> uh Pretty confident there. That's going to be huge. Yeah. Uh, but we got Kamara going against another tough defense in Minnesota. Um, so who knows what's going to happen there. Anyway, you guys ready to move on from this one? So
3: yeah, I'm, pick, I'm, I'm honestly saying you on this Yeah, one, yeah we're on, on the, the, the McKenzie bandwagon here.
0: All right, I'll 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 take it. Um, I don't know where J-Bell went, but all right, so next one on my list here is Colton versus Logan. Oh, boy. Colton is predicted 106, Logan 116. The Steelers are back. Steelers are back in town, boy. So, what do you guys think about this one? My Colton and Logan. Oh,
1: Logan. Man, Sorry, Colton. Uh, it's it's hard to not go with Logan here.
3: I mean, I just look at Kenyon Barner and I know he's projected nine points. But I don't see it. I,
4: I honestly don't see it either, and I'm really hoping that I don't have to start him.
3: But. Yeah,
1: I mean you're.
3: I mean it's tough. I get it. But. And
1: Ben, and Big Ben at home, too. And then, I, I mean, he's gonna blow up against
0: Cleveland. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, it, it's definitely an uphill battle. I mean, if best of hopes and thoughts, but.
0: <laughs> Realistically, you know, this, this,
4: this is not going to be a pretty game. Oh,
1: no. I Cleveland. Will
3: I will say this though: Cleveland's defense has had the most takeaways in the NFL this year.
1: Yeah, I mean they've had something to prove.
0: But I mean, the last time that Cleve, that Aaron Rodgers played Cleveland this year, he scored eight fantasy points.
3: Yeah, their defense has been good.
4: Yeah. If if there's if there's one thing I can hope for, it's that this is one of those games where you see. Ben Roethlisberger throw three or four interceptions.
2: Yeah,
0: maybe. Yeah, but <laughs> I
4: I honestly doubt it. Uh, Todd Gurley. I'm hoping it. that the Pittsburgh defense looks like the Swiss cheese that it usually does, and Nick mm-hmm. Chubb's able to get like 500 yards. There
0: yeah. we go. No man, Logan's team is unstoppable. I just <laughs> had a fluke game, and uh, he's gonna win everything.
1: So one thing that worries me is Todd Gurley against Green Bay. You know, last uh, I think I yeah I started Green Bay last week against uh, God who was it uh, Redskins? They were awful. They were yeah, terrible. Their their
4: defense has not been anything, not been you anything know, specific. It, was, it It's it's been pretty uh-huh. rough most times. So yeah, I mean,
1: <coughs> the best thing you can do is hope for some injuries, maybe. Like I yeah, always do. really
4: really what I'm hoping for is I'm I'm. Everything that I've read says that Minnesota and New Orleans is going to be a shootout. So and it might be. I'm oh, hoping, yeah.
1: Good piece on I'm, either side.
4: I'm hoping for at least a 20 point plus game out of Kirk Cousins uh, and some kind of spectacular voodoo witchcraft in which Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey both end up with 20 plus.
1: Yeah. And now, if Kirk Cousins can go off and throw for like four or five touchdowns, and not to Thielen, oh, yeah. Yeah,
4: yeah, as, as long just, as they don't go to the.
0: But that's the thing there is that you you're cuffing those together and, right. and that, you that's going to get that's those one points. thing that
4: I will absolutely stick with you're going to get those touchdown no point,
0: points. You're not going to get the
4: th- there's no point in doing Jared Goff because Logan doesn't have any Rams receivers and Todd Gurley is not that much of a receiving yeah. threat.
1: Goff's been up and down, man. He's either been He like, has been, man. It, I, I, it, wow. it, it, it scared me
4: to death last week. Like, cause he, it was like beginning fourth quarter and he had like six points.
3: Yeah. Did you say Todd Gurley is not a receiving threat? I didn't say he wasn't
4: a receiving threat. I said he's not as much of a receiving threat. Okay.
1: Not as Brandon Cooks or those guys, though. For sure. He definitely catches. Oh, balls. he he can
4: definitely catch the ball. Uh, but does he have anywhere close to the same amount of receiving touchdowns as he does rushing touchdowns?
0: No. He I has think three he's gotten touchdowns this year.
4: Okay, how many rushing touchdowns does he have?
0: Like 12. A lot. <laughs> he, he's just, <laughs> <A spin> <laughs> just insane. He I will let Gurley run it hit.
4: in on me all day long. That's fine. Just don't. Don't get some passing touchdowns this week while I got Jared Goff sitting on the bench. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I know it's not going to hold Gurley to below 20 points this week. There's no way it happens.
0: All right. So we're all we're all going with Logan on that one. I, Moving I, on I'm to
4: going with Logan on this. <laughs> Chance,
0: Chance versus Antoine this week. <laughs> Chance is projected 89, Antoine 88. I almost said that name. Um, yeah, you so, yeah, you don't want so, to get censored on here. Uh,
1: get taken down.
0: Yeah, no. I know. Have cops banging on my door or something. Um, <laughs> this is this is gonna be a close one. Um, I do like Chance's team. I like the outcome here. He's starting uh, two running backs against Philadelphia. I don't like that at all. Two Jacksonville oh, running backs yeah, against yeah.
3: against one of the best you know rush defenses.
0: So. He has three Jacksonville players. Should yeah, but really at the same time, he doesn't
4: really have any other option, though. I mean, he's he He does Zeke. not
3: have another running
4: back. Zeke's on a bye. Dalvin Cook is. Who oh. knows, man?
1: Yeah, he does have some holes. Uh, I
0: th- mean, you could you could throw Frank Gore up there for one of those two, and then throw in another receiver in your flex. Um, yeah, but his only
4: other wanna... receiver option is Randall Cobb. Yeah, yeah I Demarius think I like, Thomas. I like. Andrew oh yeah, this he has got
0: Demarius like, Thomas. Yeah, too. I
1: like. I like anybody against Kansas City.
0: Yeah. Demarius I mean, Thomas is a good team. play. I played both um him and Emmanuel Sanders this week, <coughs> the two Jacksonville guys. But
1: Um, but Antoine's got some good pieces too, man. I mean, um uh, yeah, that's who I think's gonna win this week, Antoine. If
0: Gronk is gonna play, and that is gonna be tough because with the Monday night game, you know, if you if you ride that out and hope that Gronk plays on Monday, then he doesn't <laughs> <I> mean, uh, <laughs> that's that's going such a Charles toss-up,
1: play.
3: man. Yeah, but Bobby Woods against Green Bay. Oh yeah. Yeah, Michael Thomas. If is it, if uh, Xavier Rhodes isn't playing corner there, I think Michael Thomas could oh, very well have a really good game. So um,
1: Minnesota's pretty shut down. Uh, Mark Ingram, maybe. I, I'm, I'm not liking Cam Newton at Baltimore though. No, no. But, no mean, not Baltimore's
4: not got a really stingy defense. I mean, they
1: held Drew Brees 16 points when he was on fire in the fourth quarter. So
3: yeah, and honestly, it took a fourth quarter for Cam Newton to do anything. Yeah. He was stuck at fourth. Yeah, he yeah, four. And I was surprised four. he I'm, got
1: to 25, that honestly. Was, that's a whole different discussion.
0: I'm going to go with Chance on this one, um, you know, just because uh, the Gronk thing scares me. And so – that's why I would I would pick yeah. Chance.
3: I'm going with Antoine.
1: I'll probably go Chance depending on if he can get it lined out or not. He's got some he's got some weird stuff going on, but let's
4: we'll see. I'm um, I'm I'm going Chance just because this whole weekend's going to be about Chance winning. He's getting married Saturday, oh, yeah. he's going to win <laughs> on Sunday. He's taking a w.
3: Sorry Chance. <laughs>
0: All right. Uh Bell versus Diggins. J-Bell 87, Diggins 102. Man. Mr. Trubisky coming in. Let's see if we can get 30 points and get J-Bell his first win. Well, we hope so.
1: I mean, looking at it and knowing what my team is capable of, I'm probably going to go with Diggins on this one. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I've,
3: I've got a bad feeling. I'm gonna be the first one to lose to J B. My team
1: is just stinky. That's that's the bad <laughs> feeling. <laughs> smells real stinky. bad. Yeah, I mean it makes everybody sick just looking at them, Especially when you gotta play them. You might get some of it on you.
3: You know <laughs> you might strike gold this week. I don't know. At this point, I wouldn't I wouldn't put anything past anyone, so <sighs> it's gonna have to be a perfect storm for any of that to happen.
0: Um Yep. McCaffrey you know, at
3: Baltimore doesn't look good. David Johnson has been, you know, a shell of himself. Jarvis Landry, I don't really know what I got with him. Kenny Galladay, I think you're okay there. I, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm kind of in the Jarvis dumps here.
0: He had a. Well, let's let's work out a trade. Well, maybe. Because <laughs> I love Jarvis Landry right now.
3: You know, Galladay has been really good this year which I'm, maybe it was a fluke last week with Stafford not throwing it so much. But um, we'll see. I don't know. It's going to be interesting because for the if Allen Robinson plays, I may start him just depending on, you know, what the status is of that groin injury. Um, and with J-Bell
0: throwing out Trubitsky. You so. know that if you take Christian Kirk out of your lineup that – <laughs> And you can have a huge game. It was yeah.
3: two weeks ago, two or three weeks ago, when they played San Francisco, and I made that proclamation that Kirk would score a touchdown. So I'm, hopefully, I strike gold again there, but we'll see.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, if weird stuff happens and weird stuff happens on J Bell, son of the ball, is this Greg Olson's? Are you starting him for the first time this week?
1: Uh, second time. Okay. I started him last You're,
0: week. Okay, I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, uh, he um, did,
1: he did good. Um, he played on one nineteen at one twenty of the snaps. Used mostly as a decoy for Devin Funyans or whatever his name is. Devin <laughs> um, <laughs> Funyans, <laughs> I haven't heard that one yet. But That's, you know, he did catch that uh, that touchdown at the end. So,
3: you know, Nelson, Jordy Nelson, and Boyd too. Those are two great matchups down there in his flex.
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah. So. Even though
3: Doyd, uh, mid Doyd,
0: Boyd,
1: uh, <laughs> old, old Doyd, old Doidy put up a stinker on me last year, not last week. Surely he'll come. Yeah. So with, oh, with
0: Trubisky there, I mean, that's, or, uh, never mind. Different team. Um, yeah. That's, 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 uh, Alan that's Cincinnati. Um, yeah. So in Arizona, Arizona's defense has been pretty solid. So, yeah, last time, I actually see.
1: played them a couple of weeks ago in San Francisco, at San Francisco, and they killed them. So let's hope they do even better at home, maybe, after, especially after they were embarrassed last week.
3: And please so do not trade Patrick they're...
1: Peterson before Sunday.
3: No, he came out and said he wanted to stay today. He actually no, made, really? he made an official report saying he talked to management and he said that he is fully dedicated. So Which, gonna, maybe he's saving face and they're going to trade him nah, anyway. But
1: that, that dude's got a check in the mail somewhere. Yeah, but that's what he said today.
3: <laughs> well as long as he, as long as he shows up on Sunday, I'm cool with it.
1: Um any, yep. yeah, yeah, I've got some you know question marks at well everywhere, let's be honest. Um as far as Doug Martin, I'm just throwing him out there. Why
0: not? I mean, who knows? Just, I mean, go ahead
3: and see. Yeah. If Doug Martin outscores David Johnson, I'm going to be on J-Bell watch. There's a very
0: possible scenario there to happen. <laughs>
4: For me, the, the biggest question that still remains, and I, I know you don't really have a whole lot of other options, is starting Doug Baldwin. Uh, I know he's been in and out injuries or whatever he's had going on, mm-hmm. but the dudes had 13 points this season.
1: Well, he's only
4: it
3: just, it just scares me. three games. Yeah, I think he's going to be good this week. I mean, I mean
4: Last last week, I will, or I'm sorry, week six, showed that he was kind of training in a good direction. Six receptions for 91 yards. Yeah. And coming he's
3: coming off, is he coming off a bye? Yes, I I coming off a bye.
1: I mean, I, I was with you. It's because I haven't really seen it, and Seattle hasn't been very impressive, but it's like, ooh, who else?
3: Unless Darius Lake can kind of – Shut him down with Detroit. I think Doug Baldwin. He's trying to work his way back. I think you're going to see him get better and better each week. Hopefully, it I doesn't start this so. week. Me too. I honestly, hope me too. So.
4: Because I I had Doug Baldwin in another league that I was in last year, and it was kind of the whole season worth of the same
1: thing. Yeah, you, you don't know it which version like. you're
0: going to get. Yep. All right, so. Gotta go with Diggins. Me
4: too. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go with J Bill. Yeah,
0: my man. My man. Throw it out there. There's I'm just gonna go no Chris just, just for, just for you, something Colton. to talk about.
2: Just right, to talk about. Last,
0: uh, last matchup, Luke versus Jordan Clark. Luke's projected ninety six. J. Clark one oh six. So here we go. Um, Luke's monster receiving core coming out again. I'm uh, going. He's got Luke Antonio right Brown here. back. What'd you say?
3: I'm going Luke.
0: I am with you. Um, I think I picked Luke last week in the underdog matchup there, and yeah, I mean I I like it a lot. Uh, AJ Green though scares the crap out of yeah. me at Tampa Bay. I'm going Jay
1: Clark, man. James White Buffalo. Yeah. AJ Grant, Tampa
3: Bay. He's, C- got, he's Bay. got good matchups for sure. But yeah, it's gonna
0: be um, I think the
3: stars are gonna align here for Luke.
0: I haven't I think Cooper Cup might be trending to be back this week.
3: Yeah, he's so, questionable, but I think he is on the right path.
0: I think that he's uh getting the limited stuff, so um if that's the case, then I might lean more towards Jordan, but I don't know, man. It's gonna be close. Um, I'm still gonna st- I'm still gonna stick with Luke for my pick. Um, Philip Lindsay has done well. You know that's been Luke's biggest uh, issue is running backs and not being able to get anything going there. And so if that continues, then maybe get stuff. Russell Wilson. I don't know how he's been doing fantasy wise.
3: Not as good as last year. I'll tell you that.
0: Well, I know that but um,
3: I, think I mean, so, if he so. can
0: put up you know 15 16 points um, I think that's all that Luke will need
1: <clears throat> I don't know man I'm just looking at Jordan's team and it's 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 good players pretty good matchups. it's kind of hard to, uh, I don't know and you know Ebron Ebron is one of those guys that like it I never even thought of going into this year yeah. But I mean, he's. Thank he's God exploded. he did last year. But yeah, I mean, he's been really. I mean, three weeks ago, he was a number one fantasy tight end.
3: I think, though, I th- didn't he come back down to earth this past week? He did, thank God. Yeah, and, he had a lot lower. And uh, Luck's favorite target in Jack Doyle is back now. so That's true. I think he yeah. may slowly come back down to earth more often than not. Yeah. But this week, I'm going to Jay Clark.
0: Colton, what was yours? Oh. Uh,
4: I'm I'm kind of agreeing with both of them here. I know with Jordan's team looking the way that it does, it's really hard to bet against him. But I also agree with what you said about Luke's freaking monstrous receiver core that he's got going on here. AB, OBJ, and T.Y. Hilton. I, I've, and potentially even Stephon Diggs coming up with another – or with a humongous game, not ever to discount him. But you got four wide receivers right there that all have great matchups this week. Um, I think Luke wins, honestly. And there you have it. And he's got the Ravens defense who could potentially shut down Carolina.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be – he'll get some points there out of the defense. So, All right, so with all the matchups and with that, final thoughts on week seven. One more thing. I just saw it.
4: Wasn't even paying attention to it. If the Ravens defense do does shut down Carolina, he's got Carolina's field goal kicker. He could get thirteen points out of Graham Gano out of this game.
0: That's also oh, true. It's yeah. <laughs> a good little stack there. I didn't even think about that. Luke Luke's right. coming
4: in with some plays this week.
0: Week seven's done. What do you guys think before we get out of here?
4: Glad it's over. Goodbye.
0: <laughs> Everyone's content.
4: I, I don't know why I'm so that. glad that it's over. I'm just moving on to a, to a freaking whooping this week. But You know, whatever. you scored
3: 65 points last week. That's why you're yeah, glad, buddy. That's why you're glad. Uh,
4: uh, I'm, I'm hoping this week to double my points and still lose. <laughs> 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 okay. Because <Okay>. <laughs> you know it's that's probably going to happen. As I said before, if you don't bring at least 140 points to the table, on a normal week, on the Steelers. when the Steelers aren't on a buy, you're not going to beat Logan with less than 140 points. You
1: better hope that their bus just stalls out somewhere and then they just forfeit. <laughs> it.
4: Oh man, it's a home game. <laughs> They're all going to
0: walk. They're going to. It's going to be huge. Well, but sorry. Yeah, very thankful for for that for that win. But we'll see what happens this next week. But all right, we're done. We're getting out of here. Um, that's going to do it for all of us. Thanks for listening. To us, to Colton, Austin, J. Bell, and myself, we'll see you next time.